0: Welcome to Spring Ridge Church podcast. We hope that you will be blessed by the podcast today. If you would like to find out more information about our church, our website's www.springridgechurch.com. You can send an email to me, the pastor Scott Phillips, at pastor at springridgechurch.com, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. Prayer requests, questions, desire for a Bible study, or you would like some information how to attend our church or another church of like precious faith. Thank you. Enjoy the podcast. Psalms chapter 37 and verse 22. I thought about reading the whole chapter, but I, I, I narrowed it down to these. 22 through th- verse 31. For such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and, and He delighteth in His way. Though he fall, he shall not utterly, not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholdeth him with His hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed, nor his seed begging bread. He is ever merciful. And lendeth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsaketh not his saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the earth, and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom, and his tongue talketh of judgment. The law of his God is in his heart. None of his slips, none of his steps shall slide. In verse uh, 25, I have been young and now I am old. Yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. And this morning uh, for a title, I am going to call this the recipe For the miraculous. The recipe for the miraculous. Father, I thank you today for the people of God that are present and those that are absent. The wonderful people of God that have blessed my life since I was a child. Even to this day, Lord, I stand in the reality created through the prayers and the faithfulness of wonderful godly people. Truly, oh God, I'm thankful for them today. I pray that you'd help me to bless the people of God today and let them be fed and strengthened and edified by your word, through your spirit, for your purpose and kingdom. And everybody said in Jesus' name, in Jesus name. amen. And as you're seated, say, God bless me. God bless amen. Today, I know most of you know probably, uh, today is my birthday, and uh, I am 51 years old, October the 25th of 1969. I made my entry into this reality. Uh, I have heard it said as if it is part of my own personal mythology, in that uh, my mother and father were having a difficult time conceiving. But through the prayers of my mother, I I was conceived. When I was born, I was born with a serious defect that the doctors warned my parents that if I did live, which there was a small percentage of that happening, if I did live, I would be severely brain damaged. I stand today just partially brain damaged. And for that part, I I have. I'm thankful for But for 51 years, I have been adding to the library of things that I know. When I was five, around that time, I learned my ABCs. How many of you remember the song you learned the ABCs with? A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. Now I said my ABCs. Won't you sing the song with me? I remember my parents lived in a little small town of Duncanville, Texas, and they had a a program there at the kindergarten that they had these big. Uh, 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 letters that were in shapes of animals. And I was so, I loved the alphabet and the animals that were connected to it. Now, now in my mind, they were about seven foot tall, but, you know, I was probably two foot tall or three foot tall, so they weren't that tall. But to me, they were just these massive works of uh, unspeakable art, and I just resonated with them so much. And my parents moved about midway through my kindergarten class. And I remember being so devastated because I was losing my alphabet friends. I-, I can remember it as if it was yesterday. But you know, as I've progressed, I learned my ABCs, and later I learned my one, two, threes, and I learned how to add and multiply. And one of the benefits of growing older is that we are able to accumulate knowledge and experience. And if we will let the knowledge and experience we gain, it accumulates into wisdom. And wisdom is a, is a principal thing. It is possible today for me to do a number of things well that at one time I didn't even know could be done. In Romans chapter 5, beginning with verse 1, the scripture says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. But whom also, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of of the glory of God. One of my favorite statements. Say it with me. And rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh ex- worketh patience. And patience experience. And experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And I want to look back at verse verse 4. It says that that patience uh, brings forth experience, and experience brings forth hope. And I want to share with you what I feel like the Lord quickened into my heart this morning, is that miracles can become an understandable process. Some things are simple once you know the secret, but until you know the secret, it seems to be impossible and would require a miracle. I want you for a moment to imagine with me a time when common ingredients were not readily known or easily available. How many of you like cake? I like cake. Uh, I think it was, uh, there was a song, I Like Cake. Uh, Dad Gives Me Chocolate Cake. I forget how that goes. Anyway, I won't sing it to you. I'll wait for another song to come up here in a minute. But if if you did not have readily available to you many things that we could buy at a bag at the grocery store, just imagine with me. Wheat to, to get flour, and you needed flour for a recipe for cake, you would have to go to certain species of grass and you would have to know that you would take the seeds of that grass and you would need to crush that seed and, and sift that seed until you had a very fine uh, a flour in which you could take and add it to the recipe. You would also have to know that in a tropical area that there dwells a reed sort of plant and you would need to take from that reed and squeeze from that reed the, the, the juice that flows and then you would need to uh, uh, dehydrate that juice and you would, you would see these uh, crystalline, beautiful white uh, a mixture of sorts that we call sugar and you would take some of that for the recipe and then, then you would need to go find a, a flightless bird and chase it down and find its nest and then you would rob the nest a few of its oblong uh, eggs and, and set them aside for the recipe. Then you would need to find a beast, a beast in which they give milk for their calves and you would need to squeeze from the udders of that beast and you would you would need to gather enough up to where you could mix it and you could mix it and you could mix it, could mix it so that in the process you could pull the fat from that milk and then you would have butter. And in addition to that, you would have to know what, what, the, what the temperature you would need the, 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 the oven to be and how long it would take to, to bake that mixture. And so you would mix it all together. You would take the wheat and the sugar and the eggs and the butter and you would mix it together and you would put it in the oven at a certain temperature for a certain length of time. And, and if you know the recipe, it's not a big deal. But if you didn't know the recipe, eating cake for the first time would taste like a miracle. Complex things can become a simple thing if you know the recipe. And once you know the recipe, the miracle can be replicated. And this morning, I, 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 I want to appeal to your heart, your mind, your faith to tell you there is a recipe for many things that seem to be unreachable or unattainable for many people in the world today. If they could see the peace that is available, if they could taste and see that the Lord is good, if they could feel the presence of the Lord at will, if they could just have a glimpse, they would say, oh, that would be Miraculous. But I'm saying to you as the people of God, we have access to the ingredients. We have access to the recipe. And what seems to be an impossibility can be an everyday reality because I know the recipe to have the Spirit of God in my life. Amen. I know that sometimes people when they begin to live for God again or maybe for the first time there are many things that that would be a great setback for them but when someone began to quote to them Romans chapter 8 they may have been dealing with condemnation. They may have been dealing with failure and as the devil will lie to you and tell you when you've missed the mark a man of God could come up to you and begin to share with you a saint of God could begin to quote to you, some evangelist could preach to you, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, and all of a sudden, for the very first time, you can say, oh, I don't have to carry this load of shame, he took my sins away, he took my shame away, and it keeps me singing every day. I'm so glad he took my sins away. He took my sins away. For many sad souls, whether they be prodigals or just lost, where they are now may seem, for what we feel in this place today, would seem to be impossible. But we can say to all that would hear, it is possible. And it's not just possible, it's available. And the recipe, it's, it's so easy, anybody can do it. Somebody say, praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. You know, dealing with failure is a challenge for the saint of God. It doesn't matter if you've been born again for a week or a month, six months or a year, even 10 years or 20 years. There can be times, situations, and circumstances in our families, in our jobs, in our finances, and life can press us to the very nth degree, and we can find ourselves in a place where we don't we no longer have peace. We're not enjoying the the blessing of purpose. We we can feel so disconnected from the purpose of God, and and, and we can be discouraged. Anybody ever been discouraged? Amen. But I'm telling you, if, if you just remember, Amen. Most of you already have the recipe for the things that you are lacking in your life. Amen. I don't know what 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 uh, cabinet you need to open and and to pull out that old cookbook. I, I don't know where. you keep the flour and I'm not sure where you keep the sugar. Amen. If you don't have the ingredients at your house, I'm telling you here in the house of God, God has everything you need and you can take it home with you today and throughout this week. You can experience the peace of God. Amen. You can experience a renewed sense of joy. David said, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. And you don't have to live for God very long and have very many hard days where you feel like the joy is gone. And just the burden, the difficulty of life seems to be the most pressing reality you have. But let me tell you today the Bible has given us a recipe. He has given me the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. You say, I'm discouraged. Give God praise. You say, I feel hopeless. Give God worship. I don't know what to do. I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be in the church house. Sometimes it may just be driving down the road. You may need to find your worship praise, a worship chorus. Amen. You may just need to sing a song to yourself. But God has given us access to find the recipe for our dilemma. And it's not difficult. Somebody say, praise God. Praise God. Amen. You know, I have lived my life and uh, I've been blessed by the fact that my mother shared with me as a young child her grandmother's recipe for chocolate cake. I'm not sure how old I was the first time she baked that cake for my birthday, but it's been at least... 40 years, I'm not sure. My mother was here. She might be able to tell you the first birthday she baked that cake. But it became my favorite dessert, and I would request it every year. My grandmother's, my mother's great, my mother's grandmother, my great-grandmother had a recipe for very tasty chocolate cake. And I confess, that recipe has come to my house. My mother shared the recipe with my wife, and she baked for me the cake, the same cake that my great-grandmother baked when she was alive, because the recipe works. Anybody could take this recipe, and if they follow the recipe, they could bake the same cake. Now, if all you did was taste it, you said, well, that tastes good. I wonder how they make it. But there there's no mystery. Any of you want the recipe? In fact, some of you probably already have it, because it's not a you know it's it's not a complicated thing. The the, the, the ingredients that are in this chocolate cake, I know it's got got Hershey's cocoa, it has uh, powdered sugar, it has flour and eggs, and vanilla, no vanilla, butter, and just a little bit of uh, baking soda. Is that right? These are ingredients available to everyone. And if you put it in there and do it just right, you can have the exact same cake that I've had all my life. My mother had much of her life, and my great-grandmother knew. I like to talk about chocolate cake. It's one of my favorite things. But I I believe that we must understand that there are some things that we have to bake for ourselves. You know, the, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said in verse 9, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven... That is a recipe for prayer. Jesus taught his disciples how to do it. And whether you just you use every word and you recite it from memory or read it just so you have a guide to go by, even if all you do is pray those specific words every day. There is power in a simple prayer with less than a hundred words. If we would learn how to recite it, not but more than recitation, if we can learn how to pray it with meaning and pray it with emotion and pray it with power our father which art in heaven this recipe will produce the same results if we will pray it with earnest humility and in this prayer jesus teaches us give us this day our daily bread But I would say to you that that, that just having daily bread is insufficient for you to have what you're going to need to have the joy that is available to you. God will give you bread, but you must learn how to bake your own cake. Say that with me. i got to learn how to bake my own cake. So what's the difference between bread and cake? I looked up the basic ingredients for bread. It's got flour, salt, yeast, and water. Simple bread. Flour, salt, yeast, and water. But cake, cake, cake's a little different. Cake basic ingredients is flour, sugar, butter, and eggs. Now, we know that in the wilderness, God sustained the people of God with manna. It was a wafer of sorts. I would suggest to you it was bread from heaven. The Lord provided bread from heaven every day in the wilderness. It was miracle, a miracle of survival. And what they were required to do every day except on the Sabbath was to go out and gather from the ground this miraculous manna. That was was that it would appear with the dew every morning, so they would walk out of their their, their tent, and, and it was God was giving them daily bread. All you got to do is go out and gather. Now God's not going to uh, put you in a high chair and feed you your daily bread. You gotta you gotta pick it up. <laughs> Come somebody you got to pick up the bread you got to you got to put it in your hand you got to put it to your mouth and you got to consume it god's not going to give you your bread intravenously you got to do it for yourself somebody said amen pick up the bread that's all you got to do is pick it up and eat it daily bread comes from heaven as a gift available to us and it is for our survival But God wanted more for his people. He did not want them to live simply in a dimension of survival day to day in the wilderness forever. God had said to them, I'm going to give you a land that flows with milk and honey. I'm going to give you a land that flows with milk and honey. And what I'm saying to you is is all they had was bread in the wilderness. But in the promised land, there would be butter and there would be sugar. And butter and sugar is what you need to add to the bread if you're going to have cake but you've got to do more than just walk out of your tent and gather it up off the ground. If you're going to have butter, you've got to go milk some cows. you got to churn the, the milk and produce the butter. Somebody's got to climb up in a tree or dig in a cave and find where the bees are and deal with the stings and deal with the, the sound and deal with the effort of going in there and capturing the honey but I'm telling you today if you understand, it's worth the the fight. It's worth the effort. It's worth the prayer. It's worth the sacrifice. It's worth doing your part because God's got more than bread for you, but you're going to have to bake your own cake. And I'm telling you today, there is available to you so much more than what you can just gather up accidentally as you walk out the door. But you must understand there is a process There is is a mentality, there is a desire that we must allow to capture our mind and distract us from the distractions and focus us on our, our pursuit of faith. Amen. I'm telling you, the Bible says, Narrow is the way and straight is the gate that leadeth to life. And few there be that find somebody say, Find, find, amen. amen. Broad is the way, and broad is the gate that leadeth to destruction, and many go there. At the difference between the righteous and the wicked is the righteous have a mentality that they are not just going to pursue the things that are readily available to them, things that their mind and their heart and their emotions take them to, but there is a higher perception. The epistles say, set your affection on the things... Set your affection on the things... Set your affection on the things above and not on the things of the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. I'm telling you, for you to set your affection, you have, to, you have to purposely intend that I am going to think and meditate and be affected by. I don't have to make any effort. Uh, if all I do is just consume what, what is pushed on me, whether it's from the culture, whether it's from the news, or whether it's from the political scene, if that's all that's consuming me and all that I am consuming amen my affections and my emotions are going to go up and they're going to go down like the stock market does from one new story to the next but I can set my affection above and in the pursuit of higher things I, I, I'm pursuing higher things I, I may fall but I, I get up because I have a, a there's a heavenward pull upon my soul and though hell may in its gravity may be pulling for me and the sounds of this world may be distracting me. I, I am I am purposely turning my, my 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 compass, my north star toward the heavenly high things of God can we give the Lord praise amen I want you to know today I don't know where you're at I don't know what you're going through but I'm telling you today that there is a recipe for the miraculous I know that there are situations that come up and we say oh God how in the world am I going to deal with this and God really does do miracles God really still does heal God really does still make a way but the greatest miracle we will ever perceive is when God God says no and God has a better way and rather than him relieving us of the trouble and taking the pressure away from us is when he will keep you through the trial and he will help you walk through the valley and you understand I'm going through I'm not turning back I'm not sitting down I'm not giving up because I've got something inside of my soul that says God hey, I've, I've been young and, and I've been old but I've, I've, I've never, I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You know, I have a testimony everyone doesn't have. Not everyone's great-grandmother passed down the recipe my great-grandmother passed down. And this doesn't make me better, it just means I inherited something I didn't I, I didn't I didn't deserve. I didn't work for it. I, I didn't choose what family I would be born into. You know, I wasn't some unborn spirit in heaven. And, and and made my way to the Sherwin-Williams color store and say, yes, I, I don't want to be too white. And, oh, I don't want to be black. And, uh, how about a nice peach color? Yes, I, I'll come as a peach-colored soul and flesh. Did anybody get to do that? I didn't get to go to the parent store and say, oh, yes, I I, I want Ron and Sandy Want them to be my mom and dad. I didn't get. To, did anybody get to choose who your parents were? I didn't. I didn't get to roll the globe, and, and you know maybe I could be born in Hawaii, or maybe I could be born in uh, 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 Siberia. Oh no, no, yeah, Dallas, Texas. That's that's where I. I didn't. Were any of any of us given any of these choices? And so I didn't choose. The 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 environment I was born into, I was born in it, and I, I, I though my parents uh, were good parents. They would tell you they weren't the best parents because they ain't no best parents. Everybody's trying. Most people are trying to do the best they know how. Some don't. Some 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 people are abusive, and they desert and they're hateful. And no doubt there are people that hear this message that you have baggage and challenges because of of your parents or your siblings or your family and all kinds of things. All kinds of things affect us. Can somebody say amen? That's right. Every one of us have our various challenges. I was telling someone not long ago, <clears throat> everyone's trouble looks like trouble to them. That's right. If, if you if you stub your toe on a brick, how many have, has anybody ever? How has anybody ever stepped on a, a a Lego? It hurts, doesn't it? Or have you have you hit your big toe or little toe on a on a jam or a a, a coffee table? That hurts, doesn't it? And, and and in that moment, it is the most incredible thing. And someone could say, Well, at least you didn't cut your leg off. I knew a guy that fell off the top of the house. And here you are, you're grabbing your toe. And somebody's telling you that you shouldn't be complaining about your hurt toe because somebody else hurt worse than you did. But there's a lot of people. They say, well, this is your issue. My issue's bigger. And people can get in a competition to say, well, my challenges are greater than your challenge. But every person's challenge is the same. I heard someone say the other day, they were talking about one of the great challenges of our current culture is a lot of people haven't had any trouble. So so, so people, uh, uh, that they, they exaggerate, in their mind it's real, but somebody, their biggest complaint for the day is the florist was late. The, the, the person at the restaurant didn't put cheese on their sandwich, or God forbid they put mustard and onions, and it ruins their day. Yeah. When in reality, there are people that don't have bread. There are people yeah. have incredible challenge. And sometimes the reason why many people are as miserable as they are is they don't see all the good in their life because they're distracted by things that don't matter, a hill of beans. And so their life, they can walk around with a dark cloud and say, woe is me, I've got so many challenges, this is so hard. But if they could just understand, I've got breath, i got a foot, i got two feet, two hands. I got I can hear I can Are you picking up what I'm laying down? And what I'm saying to you so many times, what we need to do the recipe that we need to engage in our life is learn how to be thankful for what we've got. Amen. That's how you get in the presence of the Lord. I will enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Thank God for a job. You say, well, I wish I made $40,000 a year. But thank God for a job. There are thousands and millions of people that can't find a job. They can't buy a job. Come on now. And I, 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 the, the thing that, that I want to stress on you today is, is we have ingredients I don't have to I don't have to go to some tropical island to 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 find this particular stalk of of a plant and squeeze from it the juice and, and 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 dehydrate that juice to produce sugar to have a cake. I don't have to plant the seed and grow the grass and pick the seed and crush the seed and make the flour so that I have a cake I don't have to go out and chase a chicken and take the eggs I don't have have to do all that for a cake naturally but I would say to you that if you're in this house today and if you're seeing this message today that that God has given you all things I want you to say that was God has given me all things that pertain to life and godliness. Amen. God will give you daily bread. And I'll tell you, he get, He will give you the ingredients to have a cake. You can have your cake and eat it too. Amen. How? You keep baking cakes. My wife here, the yesterday she baked my chocolate cake. Mom is great. She bakes me chocolate cakes. Amen. And it was good. It's wonderful. I'm going to eat some more later today. And because it's Nate's birthday, on Tuesday, we can eat that cake that's sitting on the stove. And we can eat all of the cake. And on Tuesday, a miracle's going to happen. And there's going to be a brand new, fresh chocolate cake. And I'm so excited. I'm going to have to take my medicine so I can eat some more. Hallelujah. <laughs> Father, forgive me. <laughs> you really can't have your cake and eat it too. You just never stop baking cake. You never stop praying. You never stop giving. You never stop being faithful. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of people that they have unnecessary challenge in their life because they're disconnected from an understanding, living for God every day has its own built-in blessing. Praying every day has its own built-in blessing. Worshiping God every day has its own built-in blessing. Amen. Thank God for church on Sunday. If you don't make, the, make it to church on Sunday, you have started out your week at a deficit. Thank God for Wednesday nights. Amen. We're thankful for the house of God. But but living for God, for you to be fulfilled and overcoming, it's got to go beyond simply what we we gain from the preached word of God. It's got to be more simply than what we receive from the worship of the people of God. We've got to recognize that God has given us the recipe for our personal miracle every day. Can we give God praise in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I thank you today that, God, I am not in this thing by myself. And, Lord Jesus, I am not insufficient in you, but, God, I have everything. I have access to everything that I need. Lord God, if I will repent, you will forgive me. If I will confess it, Lord, you'll give me victory over it. Lord Jesus, God, if I will discipline myself, Lord, you will bless me in that thing. Lord God, I am able, Lord Jesus, through the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord Jesus, to have things I could never have on my Oh. Amen. I'm going to read one more scripture again. If they would like to come, amen, if they have a song. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 5. Amen. This this is scripture I have I have I have dealt with many times over the past 3 or 4 years because it was a recipe the Lord gave me. Romans chapter 5 and verse 3. Well, verse 2, it says, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Somebody say rejoice. Rejoice. Say it again, rejoice. Rejoice. I rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Verse 3, but I don't just rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. But I rejoice. I glory in. Say that with me. Glory. Glory. In tribulation, this is deep right here, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Do you know you can't be saved without patience? I remember when I was just a young man, I preached a message called praying for patience, and I had I had one of the sweet dear elders come up to me and say, Now, Pastor, you know you're not supposed to pray for patience. And I said, Well, you might as well pray for it because God's gonna give it to you, whether you pray for it or not. With patience, possess ye your soul. I I've said this before, Brother Carol, one time he, I was sharing with him some challenges I had. This is years ago. <clears throat> And I, I seem to be really dealing with some difficulties, and and uh, Brother Carroll is not only a dear friend of mine, but he is a, a man of God uh, that that I have I have great respect for. And uh, he said to me, he said, you know, I feel like the Lord is trying to teach you patience. And I looked at him. I said, thanks a lot. He said, no, no, I don't, I'm not being funny. He said, I really felt like that. I feel like the Lord is trying to teach you patience. <clears throat> Later in the week, I'm praying and I cut the Bible. I don't do it often, but occasionally I do. I just open the Bible, let it fall and read. And I found that at times the Lord will really speak to me that way. And it fell open to so the scripture said, ye have need of patience. That after you have done the will of God, you may receive the reward. And I felt the Holy Ghost. You know how you feel the Holy Ghost talking to you? I felt I felt that goosebump on top of goosebump experience. And I knew that was a witness. God was trying to give me patience. And that's what Paul is saying. We, 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 we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh, what's it say? Patience. And patience experience and experience hope. <laughs> what does that mean, pastor? The longer you live and the more trouble you endure and overcome, you learn stuff. Like you did your ABCs and one two threes, you learn stuff. And there'll be a time that an old spirit from a day gone by, he'll come knocking on the door, and you'll, you'll smell that old familiar beast, and you'll know, hey, that's not the first time he's come knocking on my door. He'll say, little lamb, little lamb, let me in. And I'll say, in the name of Jesus Christ, we've already had this conversation, and I rebuke you and be gone. Experience. Produces hope because I learned the last time God gave me victory over that thing, and if He gave me victory over it yesterday, He's my victory over it today, and He will always be my victory. Experience produces hope. And verse 5 and hope, somebody say, Hope. Hope maketh not ashamed. Why? Because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Somebody say, Holy Ghost. Can we stand together? And if you, if you can, if you will, can we just close our eyes and raise our hands and raise our heads toward heaven and say, Lord God, I thank you for the Holy Ghost that you have given to us. Thank you, Lord, for the love of God that is shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the hope Lord God that you've given me through the patience and experience you've given me through the tribulations Lord you've brought me through oh God today I thank you Lord that you've given me access to the ingredients you've given me access to the recipe and oh God by your grace I pray you would help me not just to be satisfied in my daily bread but God help me to bake a cake Help me to bake a cake, Lord, that I would not just eat it for myself, but a cake, Lord, that could bless some other soul, that could encourage some weary soul, that could restore the joy unto some other soul. In the name of Jesus, help us today. Impart it into our hearts. Make it real and resonate in our soul. I thank you today. Can we just love him together today? I thank you today. God, it's not hard. When we have the knowledge, Lord, it's not impossible, Lord, when we understand. In the name of Jesus, we thank you today.